up, everybody? It is your boy, Daddy Gaze, and today we got a super special guest. I said super. Did I really just say super in the beginning of the podcast? I got soulful discussions. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. Oh, it is an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. I know you've been making a lot of moves out there on the the realms of the YouTube and just all around SoCal in general, man. I've been fascinated, and I know a lot of other people have been fascinated with what you've been having going on, man. Shout out to you for just keeping it pushing and doing you. I'm excited to have you here. Absolutely, so what's man. Been, Much appreciated. Much appreciated. So what's been going on with you? Uh, Not too much, man. Um, You know, just I think uh, – for me, um, you know, just trying to stay active, first of all, in terms of like what I'm doing on the channel. I'm trying to find better ways to uh, bring content, like I said, to to the people who I think, you know, have a liking for feet. But at the same time, you know, make it a comfortable conversation for those who may not understand, like exactly what that what that means, what that entails. Yeah, absolutely. Is that how it all started for you by having a liking for feet yourself? Yeah. So I, I think I can remember from, you know, the time when I was younger, you know, just like, you know, knowing that that was something that I appreciated, you know, I appreciate a woman as a whole. And uh, right. actually, I always tell people all the time, like one of the first things you notice, like you're not going to, you know, see a woman's feet all the time first. Right. So there has to be initial attraction first. And then for me personally, like a physical attraction is not just enough. So there has to be something like there intellectually as well. Like we need to be able to like be on the same, like, you know, realm, the same plane. And uh, if that's there, then, hey, she has nice feet. That's like, you know, icing on a cake, a cherry on the top or whatever you may say. So for me, I think that that's how it's always been. And like, I've known that since I was like, you know, really young. Absolutely. It can never start with a, hey, I really like feet. Let me see your feet. Like that would just (laughs) be crazy, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know, and I think that that's what a lot of people – misunderstand about you know people who are you know into feet like i think that they have this notion first of all that that means that you like all feet and it's like no that's not necessarily the truth like people have what they like it's like looking at an art piece you know somebody may like you know the way that this this particular artist does things and others may like the way this particular artist does things and it doesn't mean that what you like is incorrect in any way it's just what you like beauty is in the eye of the beholder and i'm always saying that on my channel a lot so i love it man i i love it i hear you and like for you like as a guy who is into feet like in your personal life do you are you open about this with like friends and family when they ask you like what are you into type of things i think i've started to become more comfortable with it and i think that you know i always talk about all the time on my channel like i think when i had my last my last girlfriend before my my current girlfriend right now Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had a hard time like being able to express that because it was looked at as such a like a weird thing for some people. Like, you know, if you say like you like feet, some people react in like this, you know, uh negative way and it's like it's like, oh my God, that's the weirdest thing ever. And uh I can remember my ex girlfriend, like I think she found out she was like kinda like on my YouTube or whatever and could see my search history. So I would watch like I think at the time I was watching like aesthetic feet. You know, mm-hmm. shout out to aesthetic feet. <laughs> like And I was watching his channel Mm -hmm. and uh, I think she like kind of saw that and she was just like, you know, oh, so, you know, are you into feet? And I remember my reaction to that was automatically like in a negative sense, like, oh, man, like she's going to look at me as weird. So I told her no. Mm -hmm. And I honestly think that that like created all kinds of like strains and stuff on the relationship. And yeah, in the long term, which why I don't think it worked out, because like later on, I tried to come and be like, well, yeah, I kind of am into feet, but like you've already said no. So I think that created like a weird situation between the both of us. Yeah, I feel like that was one of the starting points of you soulful discussions, being able to really express yourself in that kind of way, because you never wanted to have something like that happen again. Oh, and before we continue any further, like, what do you like to go by, by the way? Oh, so, you know, so for discussions, but the people who know me, you know, they call me Brit, um, B, whatever it may be, you know, like that's like close friends and family. I think, you know, uh, shout out to Envylicious, you know, you know, I spend a lot of time with shout out to Frankie and, you know, Connie, some of those people who like know me on a more, not just the soulful discussions part, but on a more personal level as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. Right, right. Yeah, nothing but, you know, positive words when it comes to your channel, when it comes to interacting with you. And I could 
totally see that when I'm watching your channel and I'm seeing what you got going on. I was actually recommended your channel by some people who enjoy this channel. And, you know, I was fascinated. And when I saw it, like, I, I don't I don't know if you know. You probably don't know right now, but I'm about to tell you, I, uh, I've been shouting you out on this channel for like at least like, I don't know, for a couple months at least, man. I've been shouting out, man. So, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, man, see, like that's and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start doing the creator's edition on my podcast you know, to be able to show love to the creators that I enjoy, um, you know, looking at the the content of and just like a, an appreciation rather just to kind of, you know, show that, you know, with like unity within each other, like, man, like we can grow into like, like just make the moves that we want to make in normalizing this idea and this, um, this love for feet and things of that sort. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I got to give a, you know, a special shout out to my girlfriend, uh, Karen, she's watching this right now. And it was actually her, man, who like like really pushed me to want to do it. Cause I was watching, you know, like I said, I had to watch the aesthetic feats channel before California Beach Feet. People who were like early into that know about these people. And then Soulful, I mean, uh, scouting sessions came on, you know. And mm -hmm. I remember watching his approach and just being like, oh, that's really dope, man. He's like having these conversations, you know. And, you know, people say whatever you want to say about, you know, who he is or whatever like that. But, Honestly, right. I don't think if it was for his channel and me like watching what his approach was, I wouldn't I don't think I would have like the comfortability I have now. So like shout out to him as well. And uh, I think I just took I took what I saw that he was doing. And then I was like, how can I make it my own? Right. So when I first started going out, if you watch some of my first the first couple of interviews I did. I was like, well, man, how can I go out and I can do this? And so I was kind of, you know, mimicking his style in a way. And then right. as I started to do it more, I started to say to myself, like, well, I really want to make this like exactly what the channel is called, a soulful discussion. I want to make it, you know, something that touches on multiple areas, but like they all connect in some type of way. And it was my girlfriend um, who definitely like, you know, gave me a lot of feedback and like told me different things that, you know, um, that I should do. And she's been a huge supporter um, of me, uh, you know, going out and doing it. So it's been great. It's been great. That that's awesome. So, with your girlfriend being such a huge supporter of what you got going on, does she does she do like some kind of content herself? Is she a, a creator in some kind of capacity? No. So I will say this: um, uh, we did like you know mess around with the idea of her possibly doing some foot modeling at one point. And honestly, I don't think she like loved like the time that it took like to like have to do all these things. Right. So it was like this. It's a long process. You have to, you know, go somewhere, you know, first of all, you know, most of the time getting a pedicure and then, you know, going out and finding a spot to go shoot at, then editing the content and doing all this. And I don't think she like enjoyed that, that aspect of it at all. And so I think it lasted, I think we did it for maybe a couple months and then I kind of branched out and like, was like, well, I kind of want to do this. I want to go out and like, you know, approach women to see if I can interview them. But yeah, it was a nice try. And, you know, it, it was it was good for a while it lasted, but I don't think she was like trying to do that long term or anything like that. Right, right. No, it totally makes sense. So with this being something that you love to do, you love to go out there and talk with people. It seems like this is also a form of therapy for you as well, because you talk a lot about mental health on that channel. Absolutely. And I, and like I said, like, so the one thing that I noticed and, and like I was just talking about, you know, you know, not too long ago about how some people don't know how to like express this to the other to other people right so like they have a hard time because you know there's you know not a comfort level with it as yet like and I, and I always get it all the time when I go out and I'm interviewing people in the moment I can always see it in their eyes when I tell them what my YouTube channel is about because I'll get women and they'll be like oh yeah they're interested in interviewing and as soon as I say well we're going to hit these three topics and feed is one of them you'll always get that look where it's like ah, you know I don't know about that so it's like it hasn't become a, a normal thing. And I'm always shocked when people say, I didn't know feet was like such an uncomfortable topic. And I'm like, yeah, it is like you you really don't know that. Like, so um, yeah. I think like going out and doing that, I started to learn and like kind of see like what that was like. And to me, that's the mental health. You want people to feel like I can express myself to anybody and not have to feel like the shame or I have to hide something from people. Right. Right. And some people become depressed by that, dude. You start trying to hide it and things like that. And you deal with depression and anxiety because of that because you can't be open. And so I want to hopefully through my channel show those interactions that I'm having 
and hopefully other people can learn to be like, hey, I can express this to somebody and maybe this person might not like it, but other people will like accept me for being me. And so that's kind of what I'm trying to do. And you get a lot of good stuff like from hearing a lot of the women, like what they go through in terms right. of like what they do with anxiety and coping mechanisms. So, you know, I'm hoping that that could be a help to other women. And it's just like a, a lot of different things that go on there. So I'm, I really enjoy like what's happening right now. Yeah. And I think it's all a journey. And the more work that you put in, the more interviews that you drop, the more that the message is going to be pushed. And right now you're sitting at what, about like 190 episodes right now? Yeah, about 100, 100, yeah, 180. I have a lot that are on, you know, our member section, of course. But yeah, it's, it's quite a bit. We're almost approaching that 200 mark. You know, I'm gonna try wow. to think about doing something real special for the 200. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, congratulations on that. Thank you, thank you. It was it's, it wasn't easy, man. Like I'm gonna tell you right now, when I'm talking to people about this all the time, first of all, going into this, I had a hard time being able to like deal with rejection. Rejection wasn't the best thing for me. So like, I'm one of those people that I would get rejected and, and immediately. It's not like I'm reacting <laughs> negatively, but I get right. depressed by it. Like, and it takes me mm. time to get over that. That's interesting that you say that. So I have like a guideline of uh, things I wanted to bring up, and it, yeah. it's funny. Everything that I have written down, you're already like bringing it up right away. And I'm like, <laughs> like, either you get like spoke to about all of these topics a lot to where you already know what's coming, or it's just like, you know, just divine intervention happening right now. Because um, I wanted to ask, how many no's do you have to get to receive a yes when it comes to getting an impromptu interview? Yeah, I tell people all the time, I don't focus on the no's. And I, I think that to me, it's more about the yeses. So when I do get the yeses, like to me, that that would outweigh if I got 50 no's, right? Mm. And so a lot of times, I think now that because I become more comfortable, I think at first when I was first doing it, I, I was not, not really sure, like, okay, how do I approach this person? And how do I do this? Where now I kind of have a, a more comfortable way of doing it where I, you know, I just go up, I'm polite. I don't, you know, try to be disrespectful or come across as being like intimidating. You know, I'm like, you know, almost six one. You know, right. and, and over 200 pounds. And as a black guy, you know, you're approaching, you know, women. Sometimes that can come across as a little bit intimidating. So I try to go up and I'm just like genuine. And I'm like, hey, you know, excuse me, miss. How are you doing today? You know, uh, do you mind if, you know, I interview for my YouTube channel? And I think that that comes across as being a genuine sense because I don't change. And then even if they say no, I'm like, well, you know what? Thank you so much. I appreciate, you know, just taking the time listening to me. You know, have a great day. You know, and a lot of times I'll drop my... YouTube with them. Hey, maybe you just want to check out my interviews and, you know, I keep it pushing. So I don't, you know, I've learned to deal with that because I think that the rejection was a hard thing for me. Like growing up, if it was approaching a girl or if it was, you know, anything like for me, I'm an overthinker. I think all the time about everything. And so for me, that would be something where it gets stuck in my mind where I'm like, well, what did I do wrong? Did I do this wrong? Did I do that wrong? And I think now learning to be more like, you know, my brother, you know, rest in peace. Like he's, he's not hearing it with us anymore, but I remember him as a kid, his teenager going up and he could approach a girl and like talk to her and she could shut him down. And literally he, he just moves on and goes to the next girl. And I'm just like, to me, that's like a mind blow. Cause it's like, wait right. a minute, there's no thought process in between that. Right. Cause, for, Cause for me, there's a lot of thought. There's a lot of thought like, damn, like I got set down. Right. You know what I mean? So, I like, for him, nothing. Like, nothing in between that. So, I think I've gotten more like that now. You know what I mean? That's just pure confidence, just oozing. Yes. When, when guys can move like that, that's just the confidence that we all wish that we had. So, man, shout out to your brother, man. Yeah. All right. Well, um, do you feel like approaching somebody in public is a lost art? I think it is, man, because even for me, like I met my girlfriend um, online, right? Mm -hmm. If I would have saw her in public, I don't think I would have like approached her, you know, because for me, there's an, like I said, there's that, that thought in your mind, like, well, first of all, she could say no, you know, these other people are here, they're watching me and like, you know, maybe I get embarrassed because, you know, what happens or she's with her friends or whatever it may be. And I think that there's definitely something to be said for like being able to have the courage to like walk up to somebody and be like, you know, whatever it is you need to say and just, and just go through it and you deal with whatever those emotions are in that moment. And you live with whatever it is, whatever the outcome is. 
and you you can't think about it being a negative thing. You can't think about it like this person is going to shut me down. You have to like go into it with the confidence of, yeah, they could shut me down, but they could also say yes. And if they say yes, then, hey, I'm going along with my plan. So I think that that's kind of what I try to focus on now. Like, you know, that's why it doesn't matter about the no's. The yeses matter more. Right. And honestly, this could be taken as life advice in a lot of scenarios as well, because when you deal with emotions, that's how you get better in general. And when you're overthinking something, a lot of times it's because the fear of what could go wrong and just having fear in general, like anytime you face it, fear that is like those emotions that you get during the fear that you're facing is like going to shape and mold you into a better being in a lot of scenarios. Like if you wanted to go skydiving, like I think of skydiving as like the most terrifying thing ever, but I know one day I'm going to go and do it just because I know that overcoming that fear is just going to like be life changing. A lot of people do describe it as life changing. Shout out to you, man. Yeah, definitely, man. Shout out to you for that, man. Cause that's definitely, that's a huge one to like, to, for me, I think like, to be able to like kind of put yourself out there and be like, man, this could go terribly wrong, but also at the same time, it could be an amazing experience for me where I like, you know, truly experience something that's new. And, you know, you, you definitely took yourself out there and put yourself out there and, and like, you see what the outcome is. And I think that that's what it is. Like you got to think about like things going positively. If you always think about things like ending or happening in a negative way, then that's what you're going to attract. That's exactly what's going to happen in your life. So yeah, I've just learned to like, just be that way, man. Just try to be positive about it. And I think I've gotten more, more positive responses because of that. Absolutely. And so now with your interviews being very guest based and, um, having like specific topics and niches that you want to cover, I know that the interviews are oftentimes about the guests. What does B like to do on his spare time? Whoa, man, that's that's all. So, so first, of, first of all, I want to say so. One of the reasons why I'm not like kind of showing my face is because I do have a full time job. So this YouTube is not even my full time job. Like this is just I kind of do this on the side. But you know, it, there's a lot of people who still don't have comfortability with that. And this this subject of feet actually came up at one of the lunches I, I went to with my uh, company, and that's kind of the reason why I'm like, oh, okay, I can't share this with people <laughs> just yet at work. But um. Yeah, I work a full time job Monday through Friday, and uh, I, when I when I have free time, I like playing basketball. Um, I'm a I'm a huge anime fan. Like when it comes to anime, like that's like one of my best things to do. Uh, and then uh, playing video games, man. I'm a huge like huge video game uh, fanatic, you know. And I know my girlfriend hates that sometimes because she <laughs> does not like Madden or Go NBA 2K. Go make yeah. some videos. <laughs> Yeah, she would prefer for me to do that, you know. And so, uh, yeah, I think that, um, yeah, those are the things I kind of like to do in my spare time and just, you know, uh, just chilling with my girlfriend, you know, being with her, you know, um, trying new foods or going new places. Like, you know, yeah. With the amount of interviews that you've been cranking out, how do you even find time for any video games? <laughs> well, you, you know what it is, though? So, like, back in 2020, I got furloughed, right, from my job. And got it. I sat at home and that's why I was watching like, you know, scouting sessions and I'm listening to like what he's saying. And to me, the biggest part of that was the exposure therapy part, like finding out about like putting yourself out there. Right. So like I said, I was an overthinker in the past. And so as I started to sit back and like I said, I'm, I'm you know, not working, but I'm doing all this stuff. I came up with the idea and pitched it to my girlfriend and I was like, Hey, you know, I want to go out and do this. And I'm the type of person that when I, when I set my eye on something or I want to do something, like I go after it, like, you know, like full, full effort. I'm not going to half-ass it. I'm just like literally going to like put my all into it. And so when I first started going out there, dude, I would stay out there for hours. And I know my girlfriend hated it because a lot of times she would be wanting to, you know, communicate with me or talk to me. And I'd be out there. I'd go out at like, you know, I want to say like, you know, two o'clock and I would come back at like eight o'clock and I would just, you know, I'm walking, I'm, I'm trying to like get as many interviews as possible but I think that like doing that groundwork helped me like I would get like maybe four or five interviews a day, like, you know, just going out and being able to do that. And so I, over time, like it's become a little bit more easier to like kind of get that now, because like I said, the confidence is, is higher and I kind of know my approaches. I know the type of people I should approach, the type of people I shouldn't approach. And I kind of like stick it to that. But um, yeah, I would just go out and get all these interviews. And so I would have all these interviews just like stacked up. 
And so what I would do is, like I said, I'm putting out three interviews a day, but if I'm getting five, I'm still holding on to two. And I was going out and doing that every single day. Like you talking about anytime I had spare time, I wasn't at my girlfriend's house Monday through Friday, I'm going to go out and do interviews. And so I think that's, that, that's what like really helped me out. And I can't do it as much because now I got a full-time job and I work from, you know, super early in the morning to like pretty late in the afternoon. But Right. You know, when I when I have time, dude, I'll stop. Like that's kind of how I ended up meeting MV Licious. You know, I'm literally pulling up to a gas station and I happen to look across and I see her and I just like, you know what? Let me go ask. The worst she can say is no, and I'm gonna go from right. there. And so that's kind of how this whole thing started in our partnership with each other. So um a I lot love, of my interactions have been that way. Yeah. Envy's a, a, a amazing soul. Yeah, she is, man. And I, I saw that immediately when I approached her, like I I asked her and she like, not even a hesitation, dude. Like, you know, sometimes I get people who are like, you know, I got to kind of talk them into it or like kind of tell them more about what I'm doing. And for her, it was just like, yeah, sure, let's go. And we went over and did the interview and a couple months later, I hit her up and and she's just like, you know, she saw all the comments from everybody, everybody being so kind. And then she just like, when it was interesting again, starting football and I, I tried to give her as much info as I could in terms of, hey, like, this is some things that you want to look out for and some things you're doing. Yeah, the rest is history, man. She she took it and ran with it, man. So, Envy's one of the people that she's always in the right place at the right time. It seems <laughs> she is. You know what? Uh, and 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 like I said, in that situation right there, you know, neither of us like if she worked right across the street from where the gas station was. So for her, like being in a situation like that, just at that time, me being at the gas station at that time, like that's. Like you said, divine intervention. There's not, nothing else you can really say about that. Right. Absolutely. And now, when you first started dropping videos, did you have any idea that it was going to get the kind of interaction and, um, you know, publicity that it has been getting? No. And and I'll also say this. I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, like, because, like, pretty much all I was doing was, like, just, you know, uploading. And I had to go watch, you know, other YouTube videos, like, to, like, see, like, okay, what are some things I can do to to do this? And what are things that I can do to like make this better? And over time, like I've started to learn like different concepts. Like I guess say, especially some of my like camera work early on was like shoddy. Like it was really bad. <laughs> but as I started doing it more, I would like, cause I would come home immediately and like replay the interview cause I want to see what the conversation was like. And then also like, okay, did I make sure I got everything in camera? Like, I don't want any, like, to have bad shadows or I didn't get enough light or whatever it may be. And I'll come home and look at that. And I think now I kind of have an idea now. Like, I'm paying attention to, like, when I go out, like, okay, where's the sun facing? Like, oh, is there too many trees in the way? Or, you know, whatever it may be. If there's sound coming from somewhere, like, I want to make sure I don't have any music playing in the background because, you know, you can get a copyright strike. So, like, I'm more aware of that stuff now. And so it's, it's really good. No, that is really good. And like, as far as like where you plan for the channel to go, like, I don't know if it's something that you just intend to always go with the flow with, or like, do you have like any like specific plans on where you w- would like to take the channel? Do you plan to keep it like outside and the outside elements or I, I, cause I think, I think that's one of the most special things about the interviews too, is like, you get to hear the birds chirping and things. Yeah. Like it's always been good for me, man, going on and doing that. So like, I don't know if I'll ever, you know, I think there will probably be some settings where maybe I'll do that. But like, honestly, I'm also like always really respectful of like my girlfriend because I never want to make her feel like uncomfortable. Like, you know, so her knowing that, hey, I'm outside, like, you know, there's nothing like going on behind the scenes that you're not going to see or anything like that. I think right. she knows I'm respectful, too. But also, there's a lot of things that can be said, especially if you don't know the people you're dealing with. You don't ever want that to happen. So if I can always like make it to where you know, I'm putting myself in a comfortable situation and I'm not making anybody else feel uncomfortable. I think that that's the the route I'd rather take. But in terms of like what, what I see the channel becoming, like, I don't know how long I'm going to do it for. Like, I honestly don't like, uh, me and my girlfriend had a conversation and, and don't stop. Yeah. 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 So we had a conversation and I'm like, I'm looking at it like this. Like, I want to make sure that I do get enough time to spend with her. Um, because we both work like pretty busy jobs. We have pretty busy schedules and I want to make sure I can, you know, go do stuff with her. So, um, I think I would keep doing it, but it would be on like a part-time basis. Like I wouldn't do it as much as I'm doing it now. And, but I actually have ideas to like start another YouTube channel that's not even related to feet, but like doing like, 
you know, different skits and uh, different things like that. You know, shout out to RDC One, World One. Like, I, I love their channel and I want to kind of do something like that where I'm like kind of like doing like, you know, different things about like different horror movies, things that you see in horror movies or things that you just see like on the news and like, you know, kind of doing spoofs on that. So that's like the vlog- idea coming up soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just talking about, you know, different anime, video games, what's going on in the sports world. Like, we're just going to, you know, have a whole channel about that, me and a couple of buddies of mine. So that's that's where I see myself uh, going with YouTube. And I'll probably still do this on the side, but I'll probably start putting more of my attention into that um, as time goes on. Right. I feel you, man. You know, one thing about YouTube and, and discovering just everything that is within YouTube and like how the algorithm works and all that stuff, you really could take anything and and run with that idea once you kind of figure out how youtube really works because there is like a like a a method to the madness per se absolutely so when i first got into this knowing that you know a lot of people always ask me on my channel like about um you know oh hey you know why don't you do this why don't you do that and first of all what people don't understand is you being the person who's the creator and you're like in control of like what's happening in a lot of situations they don't know what goes on behind the scenes, like the communication you get from YouTube, things like that. I had a lot of my videos early on literally be restricted. And like for no reason, like I'm not even doing nothing crazy in the video. I'm like, well, what am I doing? <laughs> like what's what's right. happening? It, it's an interview and we're doing this. So like what's like what's know, happening? Man. And I would get I... restricted a lot. And so what I started to learn uh, in terms of that was just like how to, like you said, kind of walk that line in a little bit and know right. what you can do and what you can't do right yeah no i mean totally man like and there's so many guidelines that you have to know and follow but you know i actually got some some things that i could share with you when we're off air when it when it comes to all that stuff and now we know that you know this is something that you don't plan on doing full-time forever or not a channel you plan on doing forever you know although that makes me drop a little little tear (laughs) um what if it just absolutely just blew up out of the water like to where you could if you wanted to do it full time would that be something that you would fancy that would like i said that would all depend on my girlfriend and like i i keep saying back to that because you know this is somebody who i think that you know i really want to marry on one day and we want to have kids and and things like that yeah (laughs) so shout out to her shout out to her she's watching right now and like i honestly uh feel as though like i would you know, if she was cool with that, she said, yeah, you know, you could maybe do it with like people who you've like interviewed before or something like that. We could come up with like some type of like um, common ground on that or something. Then I'd be open to it. But like, honestly, if she wasn't like cool with it, because um, she's let me do it for this long, dude, like this has literally been over a year. And like most girlfriends probably wouldn't let, let their boyfriend go out and do that, talking to random women and, you know, communi- they probably would not let that happen. Right. She's like, at first she was like, yeah, go ahead. And you're like, uh, okay, just hit 10K. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Because oh. it came out of nowhere, dude. Like, so first of all, like, I remember in terms of uh, Instagram, like, getting up to like 10,000, like, uh, you know, followers there. Cause I was like stuck at like maybe 700, 800 for a while. And then I did a, uh, a reel with, with, uh, you know, Envilicious. And I, I, for a long time, I wasn't even doing reels. Like that was the crazy thing. Cause like, I never thought about it. Reels are magnificent. Yeah. So I did a reel and like literally that reel like blew up, like ended up getting all these different views. And I guess people started finding me that way. And so I started getting a lot of, you know, a lot of followers that way. But yeah, honestly, like I wasn't like, that's what I'm talking about. Like I came into this as a novice, like not really knowing a lot, but like really just trying to do the best that I could with the information that I had. No, well, you're truly doing amazing, man. And, you know, I love the work. I know a lot of other people love the work. That's why I wanted to have you on this creator's edition, man. I felt like it was important that, you know, for the people who may not know you, got to know you a little bit more, or for the people who, you know, do know you, which I'm sure most people that know my channel know your channel, um, to get to know the guy behind the lens a little bit more. Like I said, a lot of the interviews are based on the guests, and I know it's probably a little a little different for you to be getting questions asked to you. <laughs> I, well, you know, I'm used to it, man. I, you no, know, I tell my girlfriend all the time, like, I think she asked me before I came on here, like, are you nervous? And I'm like, I don't really get nervous in interviews anymore because I've had so many jobs where it's like mm-hmm. when you go in and you get interviews, like, you know that, well, you're talking about yourself. So who knows you better than you? 
you just talk about what you know. And like, as long as you're being genuine and you're not, you know, going to try to like, you know, BS anybody, like it'll come across as genuine. So like, yeah, I just, I just say what I know, man, like, and, and go from there. Yeah. And I'm sure that's one thing that you discovered about being on YouTube and being more in the public eye is that if you just be yourself, you'll notice that you'll get your supporters and the people who are not going to support you, you just will never hear from them. Absolutely. And you know what? And, and speaking of that, right. So there have been several times where I've gone, I've done interviews with women. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm going to share this scenario as a matter of fact. So I had one of my, one of my good friends, I'd known her for 10 years and not going to share her name, but she did an interview with me. I, I told her that now I don't tell people who I know, like what the interview is going to be about until they're out there. Cause I want the raw, the raw emotion, like however you feel in the moment, like, you know, if you decide to react, however you, I want that. Right. And so we, we did the interview, everything went fine and we go through it and I put her interview out and literally within a day, like her, her interview got like maybe 20 something thousand views, like within a, within a day. And it really wasn't even a full day. It might've been like six or seven hours. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so what ended up happening was, um, she started contacting me like, hey, you know, my video is blowing up, man. This is so dope. And 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 we had plans to like start a YouTube channel for her because she saw right. what I was doing. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. I'll help you out with it. And fast forward to a day later mm-hmm. and she hits me up and she asked me, would you say that a number of the people on your channel have a foot fetish? Right. Because I guess she's like sharing the channel now with somebody else. Because I could tell I'm like when she's just watching it herself. Her idea of it is like, oh, it's completely fine. There's no issues. But then right. you start introducing other people into it and you let them know. Now it warps the way you think because now you're like, oh, well, I don't want anybody to think that I'm weird because I'm doing this. So now she completely flipped it and was like, oh, would you say people have a foot fetish on your channel? Because I'm seeing a lot of comments and they're saying this right. and they're saying that. And I'm like, sure. I was like, I have people who watch the channel that are into that. And I was like, but I also have people who watch it for they just want to see the discussion, like a discussion between a man and a woman about these different subjects. They want to see, they want to hear about reflexology or they want to hear about what other people's experiences are like with mental health. And so it's a, it's a combination of things. Right. Mm -hmm. And she literally like ended up flipping out and like saying Mm -hmm. like, Hey, I I want you to take the interview down and, and, you know, do all this. And so like, I'm literally sitting there cause I'm like, I don't understand what happened because we just did an interview. You were excited. And now uh, somebody told you something and somebody came in, like, you know, said something to your, cause I guess she was saying the part that bothered her was, well, some people say that, you know, people could be getting off on this or whatever. And so I, I threw it back on her and I said, well, let me ask you this. How do you know that when you're in public and guys look at you, that they don't get off on that image of you later on? How do you know? Well, right. They do. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But it's it's like when we know when we know something is happening versus when we don't know it's happening. It's like mm-hmm. there's a difference there. But I'm like, it's the same thing. So like I'm like in like in this situation right here, I was like, even if you would have told me, no, you didn't want to show your feet. I still would and put your interview up because I've done that in the past. And I'm like, you talked for 30 minutes. You showed your feet for one minute. Like, what right. are you what are you thinking I'm doing there? Like, I'm honestly like putting up your interview as it is. Like, I don't try to cut anything out. I try to like be very like pure uh, as to what anybody is saying to me in terms of that, what they want to relay. So right. I don't know. <laughs> so I get that a lot though. I've gotten that a couple of times and I just sit back and I'm fiberglass because I'm like, some people allow other people to control like their night, their lives and like what they, what they think. A lot of times they don't even realize that they allow other people to control their lives so much to the point where the other person's thoughts and ideas are going to dictate theirs in a lot of way. And the crazy part about that is that's exactly how the algorithms work in a lot of ways. A lot of group thinking is um, put into the narrative, especially with like TikTok. So if you're like into something specific on TikTok, you'll notice that all you'll see on that TikTok is what you enjoy and what you believe in like so if you believe in something specific you're going to see a lot of that on the algorithm that's because it it pushes group thinking and we do that accidentally in real life in a lot of ways a lot of times where people they don't even realize when they're not thinking for themselves and that's what happens because i you know i know exactly what you're you're speaking on right now and you know people they'll they'll do something and then based on what others feel 
they're going to be like, oh, no, you know, like now I'm, I feel kind of em embarrassed or whatever. But you can never really control what the people that are spectating the the interview mm -hmm. or, or, or the video, you can never control how they're going to perceive it or watch it. I always compare, use this analogy, and it's, it's probably the worst analogy, but also in the same breath, it might be a, a good one. Like when, when people are watching the NBA, what does the NBA care about? All they care about is the ratings and that people are watching. They don't care if you're at home barbecuing while you watch the NBA. 100. Yep. For so, sure. They don't care if you're getting off on it. They don't care nope. what you, as long as it's on at the end of the day. So I don't know. In, in a lot of ways, it's very comparable in my opinion. Yeah, no, it, it really is. And like I said, I, I, I found that I've had that, you know, a couple times happen. And it was funny. The first time it happened to me, like my girlfriend was like, oh, it won't be the last. Like, it's going to happen again. And I was like, it literally has. It's happened a couple times where I've had a discussion with this person and it's deep and we've, we've talked and everything's cool. And then they go home. And this is why I always give my contact information out in terms of like my IG. I'm like, yeah. hey, here you go, you know, in case you want to come back, we could do a follow-up or whatever like that. But also, I leave that door open for them. If they want to contact me and be like, hey, I'm no longer, you know, interested in my interview being up. Cool, no worries. And I'm, I'll take it down. Like, I'm I'm not never going to, like, you know, try to, like, you know, move in a different direction than what somebody's asking me to because I, I appreciate them doing it in the first place. And so for me, it's like, right. yeah, no worries, dude. I'll move on. Somebody else will come along. I'm not even tripping. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a good mentality to have about it, um, even though it is probably disheartening because you did put in a lot of work behind it as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, definitely do. Like, I I just had this one girl who I had been working with for quite some time and people who watch the channel who know who she is will know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to mention her, but uh, things were going fine with us, man, in terms of like our how our relationship was in terms of like being, uh, you know, uh, her being a part of the channel and, and like, you know, uh, me being able to help her out with different things. And she, uh, she came to me one day and said she was, she was going to get out of foot modeling for a while. And she was like, I want to do a last couple of interviews on your channel. And I'm like, yeah, sure. No worries. Like, uh, you know, we'll see what we could do. And right. so we, we do a whole interview. We do the first like set of the interviews that she wants to do. And when she comes out, first of all, I wasn't, she, she didn't even know I was doing a pedicure for her that day, but I was like, I was going to do it. Like, because I'm like, Hey, you decided to come out. I appreciate you, you know, doing with China. I'll hook you up with a pedicure today. So we, we get her a pedicure after she gets the pedicure. Like she's complaining about that. The lady did something different than what she wanted and she didn't do what she liked. And I'm like, it's a free pedicure, like, you know, kind of chill, you know? And so, you know, we kind of, we kind of went on and, you know, we did, we did what we was doing. And I noticed that as we were shooting, like, she started like, you know, saying a lot of stuff like, you know, that, you know, oh, I want to do it like this and I want to do it like that. And it's like, usually I want it to be more of a, you know, a conjoint like discussion and like, hey, we're agreeing that like, we're going to do this. And she right. was like more trying to like take control of the whole thing. And I got to the point where I was just like completely like turned off from it. And I was just like, okay, whatever. Like, well, let's just hurry up and get this over with. And uh, so we go home and I drop her off at home and I'm on my way back and you know, I go to sleep that night and literally, I don't know, 2 a.m. in the morning, she texts me and she's like, hey, could you please take, uh, you know, that video down that you just you just uploaded to like the member section? But here's the funny part. I uploaded nothing to the member section that day. She right. was in under the impression that I did upload something. And I was like, no, I uploaded nothing. And so the next day, she's like really just started acting completely different. And so for like a whole week we went on this you know back and forth where she asked me to take content down and can you take that down can you take this down and she had done like five maybe six interviews for uh, like on the channel so this is a lot of content that's coming down a lot of content a lot of content that's coming down and so she ended up like you know uh not saying anything to me for a while and i'm like okay cool so i guess we're good and so she hits me up like maybe a week later, but she tries to message me from some type of like account that I don't know on Instagram. I have no idea what the account is. And I don't usually check like requests huh. because I get so many, like right. 11,000 followers, you get a lot. And so sometimes it's just people saying hi, or, you know, they think that I'm one of the ladies and yeah, I, they think I'm one of the ladies in one of the pictures and hi, no, like, can I no. get a pic or whatever? And I'm like, Hey dude, like, you know, I'm a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't like even, I want yeah. that 
Like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I don't even go on there anymore. And so she sent me some type of message from some account I didn't know. And then she like hits me up in one of the messages on one of the YouTube uh videos, and it's like, you can't ignore me forever. And I'm just like, what? Like, what are you talking about? So I go and she said, like, I sent you a message on IG. And so I go through and I'm like, what is she talking about? And so I decided to check the request folders and right. there's a message from her. And she uh she basically was like, Hey, um, honestly, I've decided that I no longer want any of my videos up. Can you please take everything down? Like, I don't want anything showing, nothing on IG, nothing like this. And so I just did a mass delete on everything. And right. I was just like, I'm done with that. We can no longer work with each other anymore. Like, I it, I don't even care anymore. Like, if she was to come back, I don't want to work with her anymore. Because I think it's better, like, for you not to even think about, like, the times that I've had to, like, you know, sacrifice time being somewhere. Like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna treat you to like a pedicure, which I don't really have to do, but I do it out of the sign of respect because you're coming on my channel and like, yeah. So different things like that just made me be like, now nah, I'm good. We don't need to. You just do your thing. I'll do my thing, and it's all it's good. Disrespectful. It's yeah, just straight out disrespectful to your time, to the the time that you took away from your girlfriend during mm-hmm. the editing process, during the uploading process, during the interview process, and just like your actual life aside from content creation like that's just like blatant disrespect so i mean i i could you know only imagine how you felt in that situation particular but you know i you know i've experienced you know a couple similar scenarios um on on the channel as well so i know exactly like where you're coming from with that like dude it's like it's messed up there's no other way to put it it's just messed up yeah, but this is the side that a lot of people don't know because they're under this impression. Like, I, I got this one guy that keeps messaging me on YouTube, and he keeps saying, just upload all the content that you have. Like, you already have it, so just upload it. And I'm like, yeah, no. Like, why would I do that? Like, if you want to do that, you go create a YouTube channel and you do that. Like, what people don't understand from a creator's aspect, like, from your from your point of view and what you want to do, like, there's a reason why I upload certain things at certain times, right? A lot of right. times it has to go with, Let's say if I have somebody who's like, they told me, hey, I'm interested in coming back for a follow-up interview and I'm having that plan for the following week. Well, okay, I'm going to push this person to the front because I want to get this person's video out so now we can start working on the second one. Or if I have somebody who, you know, they were were interested, but like, you know, it's been a lot of time that's passed between, I'm going to like definitely make sure that I'm like, you know, trying to push that person's video front. So it's like a lot of stuff that I'm deciding. And this guy's like, you don't do a lot of editing. You don't do all it. I'm like, bro, like I do a whole lot. Like you have no idea. Like the amount of time it takes just to upload one video. Like it's, it's time consuming. And so. Especially um, it depends on like if you got good, like fast Wi-Fi or not. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Well, I, I got the fastest, so I'm pretty good there, but like, it's still pretty slow. Like, I mean, you're talking about, I, I would say on average, it probably takes me about 10 to 15 minutes to upload to YouTube, right. For it to go through its full process. And then even after that, they got to do checks on, you know, do you have profanity? Do you have anything that's like going against YouTube guidelines or whatever? Like, so it's, it like takes time to get to each of these things. And I'm like, dude, you, got, you know, you guys got to like chill out on that. Like I try to, you know, do as much as I can, but like I actually have a job beyond this. Like this is not all I'm sitting at home doing. So. Right. Right. Can't can't waste no time, man. I mean, clock is ticking, man. You know, we're only, you know. Yeah, I mean, we're getting older, man, at the end of the day. Every single second that, you know, crosses the clock, man. I, I, I saw this reel not too long ago, and this guy was talking about if you had, I don't know how many exactly seconds, but he said if you had a like $88,000 in your bank account, but it disappeared at the end of each day, you would want to spend all of that money by the end of each day because you know you're getting it back the next day. And he says, you know, if you thought of your time in that way, then you would want to utilize your time each and every second throughout every single day because you wouldn't want to waste any of it. And I absolutely like, that resonated in an incredible way. And that's exactly what that is. When you're putting time and effort into content, that's what it is. You're you're investing stuff that like your time that you'll never ever get back. And we don't ever know when it's our last second on earth. So it's like, man, just you know, that's like not a lot to ask. Just respect my time and I'll respect your time. You know? Yeah, and and this is not even talking about like we talked about before, the hours I put out there, like walking around, looking for people to interview, having to take the time to interview this person. Like right. 
this, this takes hours, dude. This is not like something where I go out and it's, you know, 10, 15 minutes and I'm done. It's like literally I'm walking around like at, you know, different beaches and parks and like seeing if I can find anybody that's like willing to do this. And a lot of times, and I always think about this in my mind, I'm like, dude, nobody's out there with you when you're getting those no's or when somebody's like, you know, you're in the middle of an interview and they decide to get up and stand up and just be like, they're done with it or whatever. They don't have to deal with the uncomfortable feeling of asking some of these questions or whatever like that. Because if they were dealing with it, they'd have a YouTube channel doing the exact same thing or whatever like that. And it's like, you're not dealing with that. So like, because it's me, I'm going to do the channel the way I want to. You can, you can respect that. And like, you know, Hey, be a part of it. Cool. Or you could decide you don't want to watch and that's cool too. Like, you know, Hey, I'm always want to do as much as I can for the people who support, you know, and shout out to all those people who like are part of the member section who like constantly like, you know, leave like kind comments and things like that. But there's some people who like really don't get that. And they want to try to like, push you to do certain things and they don't realize like first of all i'm a very strong-minded person like in terms of like the way i am like when i believe something and my girlfriend would probably say almost to the point of being stubborn or like and being stubborn so like you can't really like try to push me to like want to do something i either have to want to do it or like you have to try to convince me in a, in a in a proper way so i had people when i first started off telling me like oh go smell the girl's feet Oh, like, hey, you know, why don't you do like the the, the licking and stuff? Like, because they want me to, you know, give them that type of content. I'm like, well, my channel is not about that. Like, there's people right, out right. there doing it though, so go watch them. Like, it's Plenty all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, no. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh no, I was I was just saying no. You're you're totally right. There's so many other channels out there where people can dive into the specific niche that they're looking for, and you know, it just so happens soulful discussions. You know respectful dudes got a girlfriend he goes out there and does you know the the impromptu interviews about reflexology about mental health and grounding and you know speaking of which you speak about that a lot um is that something that you're big on as well as grounding yeah man so when i first uh, learned it, i used to do it a lot as a kid with my with my uncle so my uncle would take me to the beach and uh you know he was you know a kung fu teacher and so we would go out on the beach sometimes it's just standing in the water but then like at the same time afterwards like stepping onto the sand and i actually hate the sand believe it or not but <laughs> those were moments that i had with him that i can remember just what the feeling was like so like for me i'm more of a grass person i'm more like that's that's where i kind of feel more comfortable at but you know just sometimes just being out at the ocean and listening like just to the waves and like being in that moment just like you know, appreciating it for what it is and just the, like the different melodies and the different sounds that you can hear, you know, just in those moments that you're sitting there, like to me, that's really big. And it makes me feel relaxed. So like when I get to talk to people about that and their experiences with it, it's always like, like really dope to hear like that they had an experience and like what that's like. And so, yeah, I definitely think it's something that everybody should do. Like, man, if you have time to just go out for 10 or 15 minutes a day and just like, stand there and don't think about nothing else and just the moment that you're in you know just be there and accept it for what it is i feel like there's a mass awakening happening right now because i feel like more people are talking about grand grounding in general and i really like it yeah it's dope man like if you've never tried it i would suggest it like it, it doesn't cost anything i remember frankie shout out to you know as soulful frankie yeah absolutely i remember her talking about like you know, what her experiences are, she lives in, you know, in, in Nevada. And like, for her, like, it's kind of hard to have access to like the beach and things like that. So I was just going to say something like that. about <laughs> Yeah, so it's hard to have access. So like, when you get those moments, it doesn't cost you anything to just like go out and stand in the grass and just like, just feel feel what nature feels like and just like relax and like, take a moment to breathe. Because we do so much on a day to day basis where whether it's like working or you know, having these different obligations that we have, having to pay bills and all that. But in that moment, you have nothing to do but just focus on that moment. Absolutely. And now I wanted to uh, talk and go a little more into depth on your member section on your YouTube channel. And by the way, everybody, I have his YouTube channel in the description of this video right now that you are watching and listening to. Um, could you like describe your member section a little bit? So, yeah, so it's we do a lot of extended videos and then a lot of photos that I take that are like, you know, you can't really see in the videos. Um, 
I'm uploading those as as kind of like slideshows, whatever like that. So it's you get a lot more. Like if you want to like just see what it's like behind the scenes with us not actually having like a structured conversation, but just kind of being like we're just talking about whatever, and just like we're just like sitting there getting different angles, different poses that a lot of people may like. Um, that's what the member section is now. I did start something new yesterday. I do have uh, one of my buddies. Shout out to my buddy Obi if he's watching this right now. But he's like my my extra cameraman in a way. So like when we're out, like he'll come out for some of those like follow ups and like give me a different angle on a lot of different things. So yesterday we actually got into doing some uh, some foot massaging. So now I'm not doing it, but I am giving. I have experience with doing it, so I kind of give him tips on like, hey, how to massage. So the young lady who we had yesterday. Um, shout out to at, you know, underscore Marshy. Um, if you see her, she's in the short that I just put out yesterday, but like, um, she was like open to it. She's like, yeah, I can never turn down a foot massage. And so, um, he gets to work there, kind of does some foot massages. So that'll be coming up soon. So I'm going to start trying to incorporate that with some of the women who are comfortable with that. Of course I would, would never push that on somebody who isn't. And so, yeah, we'll see what comes from that. So that'll be a new aspect of it too. So having some of that massaging in there too. That'll be awesome right there. And I actually just started a new playlist on my channel called uh, uh, Podcasts and Interviews that Daddy Goods likes to listen to. And I have a few of your episodes um, within that playlist as well. And so for anybody out there, you know, wondering some good recommendations, um, I recommend you go into my playlist. And I got some from Soulful Discussions. And I'm sure there will be a lot more in the future coming forward because, I mean, it's nothing but fire content, of course. Appreciate that, man. Like, it's like it's. I try my best, man. I'm always in mind of what I think a lot of people would like. I do still get comments from some people. I got the one person on my channel who's always talking about, you know, make sure you get the sock removal in the camera. Make sure, you know, you know, they're telling me the different angles. And I'm like, I try to, what they don't understand sometimes though is like when you're in the most, so like sometimes when I'm approaching somebody, like there's nowhere to really sit. Like, so angles can be like a little bit hard to get. Like, it's like, you know, some people want to try to do a standing and I'm always trying to get to like a sitting position so I can have, you know, that perfect, you know, angle to like try to get to. But a lot of times it's hard, man. Like it's, it's not easy. So I always try to make sure I remember that. Yeah. Especially if you got like your camera, like on a device or tripod or anything like that, like it's, it is hard to get certain angles sometimes, no doubt. Yeah. So I use my phone, man. And I have a a mic that's attached to it, Ah. you know, right off a tripod. And so, yeah, I use that. And so for me, it's like, you know, it, depending on the angle that you're sitting down at, like, you got to make sure that like you're, I got to still get sound at the same time. So if I like adjust sound, um, I lost so you I'm, for I'm de- seconds there. Uh, could you reverse two or three seconds? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you got to be careful of like how you go about like, the different angles you get because like you may not get sound if you like are at an angle that's like a too much of an incline because depending on how the person is sitting that that whole voice pattern will like miss the mic as a whole so like you gotta be careful with certain stuff like that the sun you're trying to take all these different things into account so like it's like yeah it's hard sometimes man it's like and i'm just getting the best that i can get with based on wherever i'm at so Dude, you are a true testament to getting out there and just doing what you want to do. A lot of people think they need all this elaborate equipment to go and start a YouTube channel and to start achieving the things and goals that you want to achieve. All you need is a phone. If you got a phone, (laughs) you can get out there and start a YouTube channel. Yeah, I will suggest this. I will suggest this in addition to that. Um, Getting a mic and and using a tripod makes you look a lot more professional. Um, Just from the aspect of like, a lot of people are like when they see you from afar, they already know like, oh, this person is definitely doing something. So like they're usually more apt to say yes because they know like you're doing something. So I would say I would add that on to having the phone. And it, and it's not that expensive. You can get a Movo. I think I got my Movo mic um, on Amazon for like maybe 40 bucks and the tripod cost me like 15 bucks. So you're talking about a $50, 50, 60 buck, you know, investment to do something you like. So it's, you know, like you said, it's really not that hard. You don't need to go buy a four or $500 camera, nothing like that. A lot of the apps that I use for um, definitely like doing some of the, like the editing and all that stuff, you know, cost me, you know, no more than five bucks a month. So like, it's, it's easy stuff you can do where, where it's like, if that's what you really want to do, 
the only thing holding you back from doing it is yourself. Like, stop making excuses. Just go out there and do it. I feel like we got to do a soulful discussions, pop pod collab, like here in uh, Vegas or something. You know, I'm in Vegas, so I might have to be, hit the strip with me. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll I'm we'll see what we can do. As long <laughs> as my girlfriend says okay, because I don't know, she's a little afraid of Vegas. Oh, it's. <laughs> Hey man, I, I don't blame her, man. Vegas is a is a crazy city. No yeah. Doubt. So Pirate King Hokage, what's what's going on with that? Oh, so no, Pirate King Hokage. Uh oh, so that's okay. excuse me. Yeah, that speaks to the uh that speaks to the anime fan of me. So like when I first created my Instagram channel, that was the name of my I had an Instagram that was extra, and I was just like, Well, I don't want to go and like change my whole name. It, this kind of like leaves the anime fan of me in there. But also, like, I'm putting part of, like, what I'm doing. So it's, like, two halves that are, like, conjoint. So, yeah. Shout out to that, man. Yeah, anime. I don't know much about anime, so I can't ask you too much about anime. But (laughs) shout out to three people. Absolutely. Pirate King is from, if anybody watches One Piece, you know, Luffy's always talking about being the Pirate King. Hokages are from Naruto. So that's, that's what that's all about. So I just decided to match those two. Those are two of my favorite anime. Man, shout out to that, and and uh, shout out to uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and all that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, well, dude, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Um, I'm surely honored that you came on this podcast today. Um, is there anything that you would like to tell the supporters of your channel, the supporters of you, before we got off the podcast today? No, man, you know what? Um, I, I thank you so much, all, all you guys who, like, have supported the channel. There's a lot of people who support it from day one. Like, honestly, like, I've seen you guys in the comments. Uh, I've seen you guys, like, constantly giving me, like, you know, really good feedback, things that I can actually, like, use to, like, make the channel better. And I'm I'm truly appreciative to all of you guys. I hope you guys continue to follow me on the journey. And, you know, yeah, just don't forget to, like, you know, like, subscribe, you know, even here on my boy, you know, plenty of feet pot, you know, make sure we're watching this, you know, make sure we're supporting this, man, because like, I think all the conversations that we're having in terms of trying to normalize the conversation around feet, it's important to make sure that we do support those people who are, are trying to really make that happen. So definitely thank you so much for having me on this podcast. And yeah, it's amazing. Thank you so much, B. It was uh, surely an honor to have you on this podcast, man. And hope we, hopefully we can do it again. Maybe do a, a collab, have you come and uh, show me the way one of these days in Las Vegas. I think people would like to see that. For sure, man. Hey, say less, man. Like, yeah, if I'm ever out there, like, maybe I spend some time with my girlfriend. We come down there and, you know, maybe we could go out and uh, do a little bit and see what that's like. B from Soulful Discussions shows Daddy Goods how to approach random people (laughs) that sounds great (laughs) (laughs) well hey man thank you once again and thank you for everybody that tuned in whether you're alive or if you're watching this after the live broadcast um you know smash the like button all that good stuff subscribe to uh not only this channel but most definitely soulful discussions i got the youtube channel tagged in the description of this video so be sure to support that channel i support that channel and once again i'll be uh at you guys next episode. Thank you once again, B. I surely appreciate it, man. I'll talk to you soon. For sure. Later, guys. Right on. All right, everybody. You all have a great rest of your day. Daddy Goods out.